Hey everyone, this is Krish from Rare Candy, the Pokemon podcast. I just wanted to give you guys a little update about the podcast itself. Uh, We are now on most major platforms. You can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music slash Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts as well. Um, We are the same on all the platforms. Um, We are going to be having our show All the portions across those platforms will be the same, and then we will be creating some other bonus tiers as we go along the way, too. Um, But please feel free to tune in on any of those platforms that you listen on, and we will um, have a portion to and an area to support us as well at the Rare Candy. Um, So... If you want to connect with us on there, you can, or if you want to connect with us with us on Instagram or on Twitter, we are the, excuse me, we are Rare Candy Cast on both of those platforms, and we would love for you to engage with us. So with that being said, let's get on with the show. Hope you enjoy it. Rare Candy, the Pokemon Podcast. Ah, another episode. Here <laughs> we are. And we're back. I know you guys, I know you guys are excited. I don't know if you're as excited as we are, but we're back and ready to give you all another deep dive into an episode and just talk about all things pokemon episode six and episode seven two episodes this time around because uh because we got you know all the time in the world right that's right you know we don't have a small child we're taking care of and you know focusing on creating a good life for ourselves through our careers working and we're just setting up our home and just we're master trainers pokemon fanatics right so right we got this but we are happy to be back uh you know hopefully you haven't abandoned us by now it's pretty early it's pretty early so give us give us a chance come on i'll be heartbroken i mean i've wanted to do this my whole life just talk about pokemon it's like the best thing in the world other than like lemon meringue pie. All right. So we'll go ahead and we'll go ahead and we'll, start off. We'll jump right in. We'll jump in. Um, this episode that we're talking about at first is episode six. It's called Mount Moon. We have uh, finally made our way to Mount Moon, and what's funny is I was not even thinking about the, this episode being next, and I specifically referenced Mount Moon. And either the last episode or the episode before. Yeah, the last episode. So if you're still listening uh, and you started from the beginning, you're, you're rolling with us, rocking with us. Um, you know, I was talking about getting stuck in a cave. That was Mount Moon. And, you know, trying to use the streetlights to see in the cave because I couldn't get out with an escape rope, um, you know, while playing on my Game Boy Color. I was, I was toast. I was dead meat bucko. As uh, my wife and, and my friends and I say. So, we finally made it to Mount Moon. And uh, immediately, Ash and the crew. Ash got, and the crew, as know, in Brock and Misty. They are the new crew. We've got trio. The, the trio. We've got the trio. They're finally all together. Uh, they, they immediately encounter a scientist. And uh, he's literally being bombarded by Zubat, which, like... If you if you've played any Pokemon game, like the odds are you hate Zubat. I hate Zubat. You you probably can't stand him. Now his evolutions no no no, let me take that back. <laughs> There's one evolution that's just glorious. His final evolution, which Crobat, not even in this gen, but he's he's amazing. Golbat, it just looks like he's about to enter an eating contest. <laughs> she hates him. I don't like him. It's just if you're playing the game, you're constantly running into Zubat. Constantly. 
and you just you can't get away. They've sucked the life out of you, literally. Stupid bats. Freaking bats. I love Halloween. <laughs> Fall's coming, folks. Can't wait. But so he's being bombarded. Um, obviously, Hero Ash has to step in, as he always does. Um, and Pikachu basically saves old scientist and my big takeaway actually from seeing that was there is literally no wonder that Pikachu seems to level up at a high or fast rate um, because his his main battles his only battles are like against hordes of Pokemon true so just frying them all at once frying them all so you know he's gaining max mass experience all at once um, which is pretty cool um you said scientists do we say anything about the scientists yet no not really so they encounter this scientist who's being attacked by all these zubats the scientist guy he's just like crouching on the ground and being attacked and that's when pikachu steps in to save the the day obviously because <laughs> pikachu is always saving, saving yeah everybody. i mean he's a hero um scientist's name is seymour Seymour. He's out uh, to discover and see more on his scientific excursions, I guess. So, um, I'm gonna ignore that one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I am going to ignore that one. That one was probably the tamest. That one that made the most sense. It's not like I said Seymour buds. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, so they. They literally save him, and, um, you know, Mount Moon is a cave, as I keep saying. So they're they're going into this cave, and basically Seymour is talking about how he's searching for the Pokemon Clefairy. Um, we are big Jigglypuff people, um, and, you know, Clefairy is like, looks like it's related to Jigglypuff. It's a nice pink Pokemon, too. Eventually gets that fairy typing because, you know, that's literally what it is. Um, But Clefairy's pretty cool. I like Clefairy. Um, Clefable's pretty cool, too. I feel like it's a tame version of Jigglypuff. Yeah, a very tame, tame version. Um, It's a good support support Pokemon in just about every gen. Um, Specifically... In the meta for battling and Sword and Shield, Clefable and, and Clefairy were, were very good. Um, very, very good. Very strong. So, Seymour's hunting for these Clefairy. And obviously, who do we find in the cave? Team Rocket. And at this point, I'm just like, number one, it's, it's getting about time where they need a win. I don't know if they ever really get that. I mean sometimes they get there so close but i wouldn't say they ever really win they don't ever walk away their goal is to bring a pokemon a rare pokemon to their boss and then they never get that far and clefairy would have been a good one clefairy would have been a really good one yeah um so they're in there and uh this is actually the first time that we see Brock and Ash battle side by side together. Yes. Um. So you know, Brock throws out his Onyx. No, not yet. He doesn't yet. No. Who because... does he throw out first? Oh, right, right, right. Duh. We just had a whole conversation about this. Well, it's tricky because they don't show it again. <laughs> right. Brock actually catches a Zubat. Out a Zubat. And and Ash is like, bro, where'd you get this where, Zubat? When and where? How? I was there. It. He caught it right before they got into the cave. That's what he says, but we don't ever see it. So Brock, I mean, if Brock is already on this team with Ash and Misty, he's already doing a better job of catching Pokemon. He doesn't even want to be a Pokemon trainer. Right. He's a breeder. <laughs> he's going to he's gonna be the world's best breeder. Yeah. Well, and somehow he's outdoing Ash. He's outdoing Ash already. I mean, Ash was baffled. But I mean, <laughs> what's new? Zubat definitely would would not have been my Pokemon of choice to catch, but I would have caught it just for the sake of the filling of the decks. And if we were in Johto, then eventually, you know, I could get that Crobat. Would have been worth it. Right. Would have been a grind because you know, 
building that friendship up and evolving it that way would have been a, a lot of work. But, you know, depends no. how dedicated no. you are. No. Never again. No. You sure? Yeah. Me too. Um, thanks. <laughs> so, uh, you know, obviously, Team Rocket, um, we're, we're, we're in the battle, and they end up having to throw out, he ends up having to throw out Onyx as well. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Team Rocket seemingly gets away because they use their uh, patented technique and strategy of smog with coughing. Yep. And they're stealing this giant moonstone in the middle of the cave. It is gigantic. I always, I have this question. If you remember this scene in this episode, this giant moonstone <laughs> is what the Clefairy are all kind of just prancing around. You know, they're, they're like, they're actually they're like worshiping it. Yeah, they're worshiping it because they're, they're worshiping it. They're, they're praying ready. to the moon. It's almost like they're thanking the moon for sending the moonstone. Yeah, the stone. And so Team Rocket's trying to steal it because obviously this is something rare and worth lots of money. Mm -hmm. Almost like rare candy. True. Very valuable. Valuable. Rare. Rare. Um, my question is, how in the world... Does Team Rocket always dig holes so dang fast? It's like they've got a Doug Trio. Or a, I don't. What's the word? You a gaggle? A gangle? A group? A diggle? A gaggle of them? A gaggle. A, they've got to have Diglett. Or like a sand true. They don't have anything. How do they do it? I don't know, but it's literally almost every episode that they're building some kind of pitfall. Now, Ekans does dig. Ekans is a very good digger. A snake-sized hole. Well. And that is how they made it fall. Mm-hmm. But they had to build a whole tunnel to get it out. It's just things like this that make me think, and I'm like, it's not possible. It's just not possible. But maybe they, maybe they planned this in advance. I mean, they had to have. It's pretty elaborate, but I mean, it's very. They've they've got great ideas, just horrible execution because they're idiots. <laughs> but I love them, and yeah. we know that. I mean, I will say it is another episode where James himself is very boring, just because he's not. Right. He's not the real James yet. He's not. He's he not hasn't become himself yet, but he he's will. Yeah. He'll get there. So you'll know. You'll they know. seemingly. Are gonna get away with this gigantic, valuable, rare moonstone, moonstone, which literally is like the size of the boulder that SpongeBob rode with Squidward. We talked about that. I'm pretty sure we've talked about that. I already. think we did. We we also love SpongeBob. Yeah. Um. Okay. But so Brock, when the smog clears, because uh, Ash uses a whirlwind whirlwind with Pidgeotto, uh, he has Onyx dig underground to follow them. Which is very, very, very smart. Onyx is a great digger too. And um, they're running after to find them out of the cave. And then Onyx stops them. Um, and then as they start battling again, it actually was a very clever move. Uh, Onyx is about to bind and, and grab them. But James has coughing use counter. Which just completely obliterates Onyx and knocks him out. And... I don't know if we ever that's the only time I really remember James using counter with coughing and obviously or any good solid move that's gonna work. Yeah, like sludge is sludge is okay, but like counter's an Smoke actual st strategic move. So you don't expect that from Team Rocket. And right. I get that they learn new moves as the adventure goes on because it's just like, you know, anime's just like the games. Um but it's pretty cool. I really like that strat. Um, they they end up getting blasted off. They blast up. Anyways. They, they also blow up the moonstone that the Clefairy have been <laughs> trying to, you know, dance and prance around and worship. Right. And I guess what we, something we left off is too, while they're pursuing, while the trio, the gang's pursuing Team Rocket to, to retrieve the moonstone, uh, 
Seymour is still there in the cave because, you know, he lost his glasses in Velma Dinkley style. Yeah. And the Clefairy handed it to him. How do you know Velma's last name? Dinkley. Uh, Big Scooby-Doo person, too. You know. So he loses his glasses and he's like, Clefairy, you need to go get those robbers. That's your moonstone. So... That's actually how Team Rocky gets blasted off. And, you know. Question about the Clefairy. It's the Clefairy. Clefairy, the aliens of Pokemon? In first gen, yes. I'd say so. I mean, basically, they come from outer space. And that's all we need to know. Now, are you asking that question? Like, is Clefairy the alien? Pokemon from Gen 1 or no, in all of Pokemon? Like in general. In general? No, the the alien Pokemon would be Deoxys. It literally comes from space. You have to take a rocket just to get it. You know? Really? Yeah, like that's the in, in Gen 3 and Emerald like the space station. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's like, it's all for Deoxys. Um, I would also say that the Pokemon Lunatone and yep. Soul Rock, mm-hmm. which are also Gen three Pokemon, definite, definitely aliens, Good uh, spatial. Good spatial. Thanks. Good point. Good point. Appreciate that. So, at this point, um, the Moonstone is blown up because of Team Rocket's fault, and Clefairy actually, the Clefairy are not upset. Because the moonstone's raining down in little pieces, and it causes all of the Clefairy to evolve into Clefable. And the little pieces actually look like um, actual moonstones in the game. So, I didn't... I don't know if I noticed that before. And, like, specifically in the newer Pokemon games, like, all the items have a little picture next to them that actually depict what they look like. And, I mean... It's it's pretty spot on, as far as you can be with like the little squiggles in the anime. <laughs> so true. Well, that's pretty much the end of that. At the very end, they decide, hey, we're going to Cerulean City, and needless to say, Misty is not happy about that. Which but... leads us into you know the fact of, man, she doesn't want to go back there, and. It's like she ran away from home. Which we will let you know why in the next episode leading up to. We are going into episode 7, The Water Flowers of Cerulean City. So, here, going right back to Misty, Ash is basically dead set, you know, going to Cerulean City because it's the next city on their path. And he knows that Cerulean City has a gym. Yeah. Why would he Misty's not go there? Misty's like, no, let's not go there. We could go to wait, what, Vermilion. Just, Vermilion City there. Have a, they have a beach, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, Cerulean City, that, it sucks. Uh, the Pokemon suck there. The gym sucks. There. All, yeah, she we're, she we're even goes so far to say that Cerulean City is full of ghost-type Pokemon. <laughs> Which is not true. That's uh, What a lie. That's Lavender Town. That's right. Anyways, so that's the question. Did Missy run away from home? And why? Um, obviously, the story in, the, uh, in this episode tells us more about why. Um, if there's some other theories, we could throw them out there. But I think it's pretty clear cut as we get into the episode. Um, but, you know, they continue on their journey because she cannot convince Ash and Brock otherwise to go somewhere else. And upon arriving in Cerulean City, um, there's a crowd because, you know, there's been a crime. There's always something going on. And they run into Officer Jenny, one of the Officer Jennies. And Ash is like, hey, it's Officer Jenny. We saw you back in uh, Viridian City, I think, or something. And she's like, oh, that must have been my sister-in-law. That's my, that's my. (laughs) That's That's, that's not. That's not great. <laughs> it's not great, but we'll take it. We'll take it. 
Anyways, okay, so can we talk about Officer Jenny for a second? I love Officer Jenny and Nurse Joy. Um, but Pokemon poachers. Of- was that pretty good? That was really good. Sorry, I just I, I pulled that out. <laughs> that was really good. I felt it. It's on the tip of my tongue. I had to let it go. I don't even think I can do it. Thank you. Someone call the Pokemon police. She is the Pokemon police. Oh, yeah. Okay, but seriously, what's up with the Officer Jenny and Joy thing? Like, I can't, I can understand in the games, like, you don't, you know, you don't want to create a completely different character for every single, like, city um, with the same buildings. um, With the same buildings. It's literally, you're just doing more work as, like, an animation or game creator. Um, but like when Officer Jenny's like, "That's my sister-in-law." <laughs> Later in ep- other episodes, she's like, "That's one of my cousins," or "That's my sister." So literally, I mean, I gotta know about the sister-in-law. Okay, though, so she's her sister-in-law. That means she has a brother, mm. right? But yes, but this also means that her sister-in-law is identical to her. Exactly. So her sister-in-law is. This, it's wild. <laughs> it's it's plum wild. wild. It's plum wild, ain't it? Uh, yeah. Needless to say, if you don't know what we're talking about, then you don't watch the show or play the games because this is as basic as it can it's get. The most Pokemon thing. Officer Joy and Jenny, and Officer you know what? Joy and Jenny. Officer Officer Jenny and Nurse and Joy. Nurse Joy. Um, and of course, it's Brock who's like, oh, Jenny. Exactly. That was that was good. Thanks. That was pretty good. That's what I was gonna say. We, we <laughs> might be questioning this whole thing here, but if there's one person who knows the difference between all of them, and which in later episodes, it's he Brock. can tell exactly which is which and what from and who is from what. City By exquisite versus. detail, fine detail. Uh, Brock but is a man. Brock in this episode, he 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 shows his first uh his first scene of flirting but it's not as like bad as it gets right like he's, he's tame he's not, it's not as yeah, direct he's he's it, not, it, no it's direct but like it's very calm you he's know like you want to go modest. on a date and uh she basically just shoots him down She's and like, says well you know what i get off work by your bedtime exactly and, like and i've got a lot of police work to do yeah. someone's got to catch these bad guys um it's, Poor Brock. it's the start of sadness for him yeah but he'll have his chance please let us know if you have any theories about the uh yeah the genies or the joys of the pokemon world they're all just related and it's it's, very interesting strange it's strange um so upon that you know ash explains uh with his pokedex dexter um that's his id so he explains that um they are legit. They're not bad people. It's from Professor Oak. Um, like, Brock hey, was like, I was a gym leader. Gym. Yeah. And, you know, she's kind of being rude. She's pretty direct. She's thinking that they're bad. And I'm like, there's a whole crowd of people behind them that she's not questioning. Right. And, like, they just got there. So, clearly, they couldn't have done it. But, you know, maybe she's not the best officer, Jenny. So, um She's like, you guys just got out of jail and now you're criminals. Was yeah, that just like that's not I, right? That's not good. I, I could I'll accept that one. It's not bad. It wasn't as good as yours. I was trying to give you compliments. Thanks. Um Ash can barely catch Pokemon, so committing a crime isn't even on his list of things he could do. Um <laughs> <laughs> So we're continuing on and Ash is like, I'm gonna go find the gym. Yes. And Brock is like uh, I'll All catch right. you later. Yeah, I got some things to do. And we're like, Ash is like, hmm. what things? And Brock is like, just some stuff. We're like, what's Brock up to? So this is this is our question. What is Brock doing? What did Brock have to go do? What stuff? Should we make that the poll? <laughs> that that's going to be the poll. What is Brock doing this in this episode? He's he's not there. The whole gym scene. Like we don't see and... him until the end. He, he comes back. He's just off doing sketchy things, obviously. But Does I, he have some tie to Cerulean? Right. Could his mom be here? Ooh. Does he have other siblings there? Man, I hope not. not. Ten is enough. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, so Jack. Jack. 
Oh my gosh. Jack. We have a we have a very <laughs> close friend, Jack. And I meant to say Ash. We love him. Ash. Ash is at the gym. And um he gets to the Cerulean gym. And he's walking around this place. He's like, what is this place? If you don't know what we're talking about, it's just like the It water. looks like SeaWorld. It's like it. It's like an aquarium, and he's like, what's going on? He's trying to find the gym leader, and he runs into these three beautiful girls who are just like, oh my gosh, I just love water Pokemon. Now that was spot on. Thank you. You're welcome. And they introduce themselves as the three sensational sisters that are just so beautiful. And he's like, well, I'm looking for the gym leader of this gym, and they're like, that's us. And, and that's it. Like they're like, we we don't, you know, we have a lot of fun putting on shows. Yeah, they don't really care about being gym leaders. Um, they they have like a water show that they do. And basically Ash is like, okay, well, I'm I'm here to like battle. I'll battle all three for, of you for a gym badge and they're Could like beat Rock. He's only he was only one person, but I'll challenge all three. Right. They're like, um, well, you see, we just got beaten real bad by three different trainers from this no good rotten place called Pallet Town. And he's like, oh, not again, not again. Well, I'm so slow. Um, I'm on. I'm, I'm always coming up last on all the other trainers. But, you know, obviously the Cerulean gym is just not in tip-top shape because they, they don't even want a battle. They don't even care. And they literally, they're like, well, you know what? We don't have any Pokemon that are, like, um, healed right now to battle you, so we're just gonna give you this badge. And we're like, bruh, another badge that he doesn't even really earn. But, I mean, it's a little different. It's a, it's a little different once we get into it because right. after well, they... He- says well that's not how i want to earn this badge so good for good on him right good on him good on him and and he's trying to battle them but they don't have any pokemon they can use right and so all of a sudden misty comes popping in she says what did she say i'll battle you she's like you're not getting away with this oh yeah she's pretty fired up yeah she's mad because the sisters were like Oh, you're just gonna have this badge, and she's not happy. She's like, "I'll battle you myself." And Ash is like, "Wait, what?" Just like that. Was, <laughs> was that how it sounded? That's spot on. Yeah, he was like, really, really. He's shook. He Let's is, just say he was shook because he's like, "Wait, you are another sister." He's like, "I'm the fourth sensational sister," and they were like. Well, I wouldn't really say that you are sensational. And they're just, they're, they're just absolutely putting Misty, Misty down. And <laughs> I mean, they're, they're like blatantly calling her ugly. Yeah. They're like, well, um, at least we have the beauties and, um. Misty's got some Pokemon. Yeah. Pretty much that. So, so Misty's going to battle Ash. Which, right? which, you know. That is a testament to the games. Misty was the gym she leader that you battled um, in your journey. I wonder what made them decide to not just have her be the gym leader and actually like have sisters that mm-hmm. are the gym leaders. Maybe because she's so young. Um, you know, she's Ash's age, so I believe she's or 10. Or maybe because they wanted to ch- change it up because Brock was the yeah gym leader too. And they're just like, mm. yeah. And because Misty was already with him. Make it a little bit more interesting. Give it a little bit of mystery here and there. I see maybe. what you did there. I see what you, I'm mystified. I actually did not mean to do that. Well, great work. Thank you. Well, so they're battling. And um, what's happening in this battle? So, you know, Misty's one of those those trainers. She's who, a water trainer. She's she loves got, water Pokemon. But she doesn't have a, like... She, this always bothered me for people who use, I'm sorry, but it does. People who have the pre-evolution in their party of, of one Pokemon and then their evolution. Like, I don't need both a Star You and, and a Starmie Star in Just my use party. Starmie. Obvi- yes, obviously Starmie's more powerful. Like, if you want to use Star You, that's fine. 
but just have a star you in your party then if well, you had a star you and evolved it to a star me obviously you wanted to let it evolve she must not have a lot of pokemon yet true that we know about. maybe she doesn't have goldine yet maybe she takes no, she that... does we've seen it then why didn't she just use goldine and Starmie? like because truly and honestly goldine sucks you're right but i would rather use star you than goldine but it would have made it at least more diversified battle oh you beat my star you let me just pull out star me that's literally i think that's like all she has for a while until she gets psyduck truth and and ooh, psyduck we love us some psyduck yeah, well we can't even start talking about psyduck yet that's too far down the road You're right anyway so they're battling and she's got her star you and Starmie, and ash has got uh, I but, think he, I mean, he uses, what does he use first? He wants to use Pikachu. Well, Pikachu doesn't want to battle Misty because they're good friends. He's like, nah, I'm not battling her. Which then you can you get to see Pikachu's true heart. Like, yeah. you know, Pikachu's coming into its own. Oh, and he pulls out Butterfree. Oh yeah. Butterfree is his first. Yes. Po- first and it doesn't really do anything because he tries using stun spore or sleep mm-hmm. powder one of those and star me or star you just jumps in the water and washes it off he's misty's <laughs> like don't you know that my pokemon can just jump in the water and wash it off just you know basically he's like you're an idiot ash right but i mean butterfree still does good against star you yeah and then course. causes misty to bring out star me a second pokemon and at that point ash brings out pidgeotto yes which there was some very good strategy used in this battle actually um you would and it's to ash's credit and to misty's like like there's no way Starmie should lose to pidgeotto there's just no way and if you have trained your Starmie at all it should know some some powerful water moves that will just take Pidgeotto out with, you know, a little bit of strategy. Or if it's to the point where it can learn Ice Beam, which, you know, probably not at this point, then it's just, you know, Pidgeotto or any bird flying type would be absolutely toasted. Frozen would be. Well, their battle gets interrupted anyways by Team Rocket, of course course mm-hmm. this giant vacuum i can't with the vacuum from... their invention in this episode is a gigantic <laughs> vacuum that just decides to, to suck out all the water and what had me dying was you know there is a couple other <laughs> water pokemon which i don't know why the sisters couldn't have just used seal to battle i don't know because first of all let me back up for a second seal was in the water popped out the sisters were just going to give ash a badge and Seal was just holding the badge in, in his, his mouth. mouth. Like, how is Seal not choking on that? Number one, that's 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 a that's, horrible trainer. That's like a dog having some something in its mouth when you're like, drop it. Like literally drop like it. a quarter. Yeah. And this as the this gigantic vacuum is just sucking all the water literally, out of the all gym. The, all the sisters are like, this huge that's cord. our water. That's literally. <laughs> not trying to help their Pokemon at all or save the gym. There's a gigantic whirlpool. And Seal is just flowing into the whirlpool and into the vacuum, yodeling. <laughs> I kid you not, this poor Seal. So, you know, that was that was very entertaining to watch. But they end up they end up thwarting Team Rocket, of course. Pikachu. Um, Pikachu, which you know, when there's a an electric mouse that jumps into the water and uses any kind of electric attack that's attached to this basically metal vacuum fried fried i mean not your greatest invention i like the vacuum but they're not smart enough to use their electric absorbing material yet not yet they will be they will be but either way they're in water so that doesn't really yeah so i don't know um well either way we think that ash was gonna win ash knew he was gonna win that battle um misty was like oh yeah yeah why i was just getting started and and as we just said misty you were on your last pokemon (laughs) and she goes so far to say during the battle 
um, because uh, Starmie jumps out of the water and is going to use like an aerial tackle attack, and Pidgeotto uses a very strong gust, which blows Starmie in, towards a wall. He smacks Starmie smacks the wall, and Missy's like, "Oh no, Starmie's energy level is low because its core is flashing." The red jewel. Yes. Oh. And I wanted to touch on that point, too. Um, Ash's Pokedex says, because, you know, he hadn't even seen Staryu, really, I don't think. So he uses Pokedex to get some some data on it during the battle. And it said that uh, Staryu's core was valued as jewelry So by people. So I always thought, like, just in my mind, even... You know, from a kid to now, just because that's how I saw Star You and Star Me first. Right. When you see their core, their jewel, when they're when it is flashing, because Misty said it herself, their energy is low when it's flashing and not shining. So I thought that the core was like their energy source or their heart. So it's kind of it's morbid that people value their jewelry. So if if people are poaching this core, this I mean, jewel from 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 Staryu and Starmie. Think about think about it though. I mean, are it's Pokemon not the, dying. Yeah, it's not the first time that they've talked about poaching Pokemon for their its value. Uh, think about Farfetch'd. Farfetch'd, oh, yeah. they like the succulent to, duck. Yeah, they like to they make them for duck soup because they carry the leak around and that makes it even more flavorful. <laughs> I don't like that because I love Farfetch'd. <laughs> I just know the facts, people. That's the facts. Those are the facts. But, you know, uh, it also makes you think about Starry and Starmie's design because their core literally does look like a jewel and what the jewel's placed in, and it looks like a ring, is wrapped around their body. Right. So it does make a lot of sense, um, but it's an interesting thing to think about, and then you, like... I like Get the design of, of Star You and Star Me. I'm, I'm. I do it. too. Yeah, and I really like their shinies as well. I don't know if we've talked about shinies yet. Ooh, we'll talk about shinies. Um, we'll have a deep dive. Classic, into those. classic shiny is a Noctel Ash's Noctel shiny. Ooh, I can't wait till we get to Johto. I can't wait, but it's we're we're just one. beginning Kanto. Yeah. We'll we, get there eventually. We can't even. We can't even talk about it. We're spoiling it. Yeah. But um, that is the end of that episode. Yeah, um, Ash ends up getting the badge because the sisters recognize that, one, he was doing very well in the battle with Misty. And let's be honest, Ash really probably would have won this match. Um, and two, uh, he does save the gym from Team Rocket. I mean, obviously, I, I guess they kind of have to give him the badge. But in my brain, I'm like... <laughs> He doesn't even deserve his badge. He didn't even he didn't even earn it. He didn't even battle the actual gym leaders of the gym. He couldn't. He couldn't. They didn't they want lazy. to. Yeah, they're horrible. <laughs> I mean, they're honestly horrible gym leaders. That just what it boils down to. Like, take some responsibility. If that's the case, it's like why didn't Misty see that and just say, "All right, I'll take over and I'll be the gym leader." Because. I think she wanted more. She wants to be beautiful as well. She wants to be a sensational sister is what they Poor call Misty. themselves. They just they just were ratting on her, calling her the runt and Yeah, the runt of the family. Obviously they did if you say look at her hair, her the... hair is horrible compared to them. Well, she's also like ten years old, so Yeah, that is true. But you would think like in my mind as well, and this could be a theory I know nothing about, but you would think that the one water gym in Kanto would have, like, I don't know, s- special water. Like, their water would be, like... What? Yeah, like, you know... Beautifying them or something? No, like, their water would be more pure because of the water-type Pokemon in their gym or something. So, that would translate into, you know, like, better hair. <laughs> It's obviously working for the other three sisters. Well, maybe maybe it was beautiful, and then she left town, and she wasn't getting the water from the city, and her hair just got messed up. If she just take out that side pony, she does, a and few she times. looks pretty good with it out, right? Like yeah. she's got a sheen to it. Yeah, 
She does. In upcoming episodes, she will. So that's another fact. Maybe she wears it like that so she isn't looking just like her sisters. True. That's what we like to talk about, people. Theories like that. Just stupid stuff. Fun stuff. <laughs> Fun stuff. So, so yeah, that's the episode. Um, I I enjoyed this episode. It was good. Um, the strategy Ash used in the battle was pretty interesting. And, of course, we got to see Starmie. So, um, I think We didn't that, even talk about a favorite Pokemon. That's what I was going to say. I think my favorite Pokemon, you know, I'm changing my answer. Favorite Pokemon was Seal. There was nothing like him yodeling. <laughs> oh, man. I honestly, I think I'm going to go different from you this time. I'm going to pick Starmie because I really, I think Starmie is pretty cool. I like Starmie. Um, and Starmie was, you know, yeah. What are you, Primate? No, that's what Starmie says. Really? Yeah. I'm going to have to look that up. I wish... Why, we need to put some, like, sound effects in here. I would be doing, like, a bunch of... Yeah. How come Starmie doesn't say its name? I don't know. That's interesting. Can someone look that up? Can Can you all send that in? Yeah. I got you. I'm going to look it up. All right. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll get back to you on that one. I trust her. Um. So, yeah. That is those two episodes that we've got for this episode of the podcast. We hope that you enjoyed them. Uh, We are going to take a break. We haven't taken a break yet. Um, And then when we come back, we're going to talk about some new Pokemon news, cover some of the, the game leaks for Scarlet and Violet, and just have some fun discussing. So we'll be right back. Back from our break, we are. And do we have some news? We did a little bit of research, or should I say I did a little bit of research on... I sat here. The sounds that Staryu and Starmie make. The... Yeah! <laughs> you you were spot on, and I would like to he, apologize. He was, like, thinking that I was some kind of idiot, but I'm like... I thought you watched the show as much as I did. Look, I'm confused. And when she played the noise, I was like, you know what? My personal thing was like, ooh, that sounds like when you throw a ninja star. Like what or you sh- say? What or you a say. shuriken. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, anyway, so I did some research, right? And apparently, um, the creators of Pokemon in Japan were inspired by this popular show called Ultraman. And I had actually never I never knew this. Um but the characters for Pokemon Star You and Starmie were influenced by this show heavily. The whole show of Pokemon was influenced by the show Ultraman, but this those two Pokemon were influenced by the scenes of these heroes in the show that were battling or fighting each other and fighting villains, and the sounds that they would make. So that is where that inspiration comes from, which I thought was really interesting. I also think that's very interesting. Again, we love both Stardew and Starmie, and there's a lot of different Pokemon that have crazy facts like that and interesting facts, so um, we would love to hear you pick out one. I also just thought it was really interesting, though, that I didn't know that Pokemon was supposed to be instead of pocket monsters it was going to be um capsule capsule, capsule monsters, monsters yeah. which that also came from the <laughs> show ultraman and there's a lot of there's actually a lot of uh japanese um there's a lot of anime that have to do with capsules which you know dragon ball z capsules are a huge part of of dragon balls i'm a huge dragon ball z fan too <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I, I get it. So, <laughs> but lots of inspiration from yep. the capsules. Anyways, so that's the uh, that's what I did on the break is just look up that tidbit of information. But now we're gonna go into just chatting a little bit about some more Pokemon news that maybe you don't know about. Maybe you already do. We mentioned in the last episode that there. Our new there is a new Pokemon that they just came out with literally yesterday um, that the, has been leaked. And can you 
It's official. It's official now. Official Pokemon. Pokemon, literally, the Pokemon company has come out to introduce it, and uh, it's Cyclozar, which is like a cycling lizard, like a bicycle lizard. Um, he has a big wheel on his chest. Um, Big wheels keep on turning. That that's right. Proud Cyclozar. Um, I don't know if you've seen the legendaries of Scarlet and Violet. It looks like the devolved is that what you yes the version the pre-evolution the, the pre-evolution oh, yeah, yeah, you're right um of coridon and miridon um the two cover box art pokemon of scarlet and violet um so how do you feel about the design i think it looks kind of cool yeah i kind of like him too like he doesn't look it's not too outlandish like there's nothing crazy about his design um, but I'm always a fan of like this green and, um, yeah. his, his cheeks are cool. They kind of actually remind me of Pikachu's pouches. pouches. Um, something that's also cool about him, his design kind of looks like the substitute doll. Ah, um, and that color green. Yeah. That color green and like the shape of him. And I also did hear about him having this new move called shed tail, which literally is like a form of substitute so uh this is coming from pokemon's official website uh the user creates a substitute substitute for itself using its own hp before switching places with a party pokemon in waiting so it is like substitute maybe with possibly a baton pass move mechanic too so if you power him up with um i don't know what he would have a swords dance or something like that Maybe that could be a viable strategy. I think it's pretty cool. It's interesting that it's a dragon normal type. Like yeah. I wonder why they went with. I wonder why they felt the need to add normal. I uh, yeah, I wonder too. Um, and I also wonder how. I don't think we talked about terrestrializing. Nope. In the last episode, um, if you haven't seen much about Scarlet and Violet yet. Or if you're a beginner, or if you're just learning about the new mechanics in the game, um, there's a Pokemon gimmick in every single Pokemon game. Um, uh, they got better as we went along, but for ranked battling and matches, um, there's a new mechanic and gimmick. And these mechanics were like Z-moves and Sun and Moon. Um, we had Mega Evolutions before that, which people were diehard Mega Evolution fans. Um, then we had, um, gems, um, and like X and Y, I believe, or that might've been black and white. Um, and then we had Dynamax eventually. So, and G-Max Pokemon. And so the, the gimmick and mechanic in these new games is going to be called terrestrialization or terrestrializing. Very hard word to say. Um, literally, if you look it up, it's literally like going to look like, uh, Pokemon are just getting these different hats that look like crystals on top of their heads. Yeah. Um, but essentially, this gimmick allows the Pokemon to change into a new type, take on a new type, which can be absolutely crazy um, for battling. We don't know exactly how all this is going to work yet, but I think it's going to give a lot of freedom and creativity to your Pokemon um, team on ranked matches or just online battles in general, or when you're battling with your friends and there's, there's going to be a lot of strategy to go into it and a lot of element, um, uh, surprise. So that is uh, a mechanic. You guys, if you want to look it up, do more research. It's super cool. I can't wait to use it. Um, yeah, I just wanted to go in, in into that real quick. Anyways, Moving on from that, um, I the reason why I wanted to explain that was because the normal typing with the dragon typing could just open up for a lot more avenues. Yeah, something different. Um, I think this Pokemon could be really good, although if it's a pre-evolution, I don't know how its stats will be. So, we'll see. Um... Moving on from Cyclozar, there are some other new Pokemon that were announced early on that we haven't really talked about, and those other Pokemon are 
Sea Titan. That is like a pure ice type, I believe. He kind of looks like, like a, a narwhal. It's like, it's like a whale, a whale with legs. Yeah. Underneath it. I like him. I, I think I really like him. I gotta see him in the game. You yeah. Know? Yeah, you gotta gotta get a feel for him. Gotta get a gotta yeah, gotta feel for it. Obviously his stats are gonna play um into it a lot too, but uh he gets like the thick fat ability, um, which you know takes halves your damage from fire types, fire type moves, which you know ice types are weak to fire, so that could be very, very useful um in battles for Sea Titan. Um, we also have Fido. I think Fido's which is really absolutely cute. fantastic. He is literally a dog made out of bread. Literally dough. And I I want his evolution to be Doberman so bad. Oh <gasps> so bad. Whoa. Like if that happens. I would have never thought of that. If that happens. I can't think of any other like dog bread names. I don't think there are that it any. could be. But apparently but apparently he like breathes yeast. So like coming from straight from the Pokemon's website, I think it was said that this Pokemon has um resided for years because it is very useful to people for baking. Like hopefully they don't bake Fido oh, themselves. That's messed up. It is. But they use the yeast from the Pokemon. So it's like a, he's like a sustainable resource, I guess. Interesting. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Um, I'm hoping that he's good. Uh, but, you know, my personal favorite. Is it? Yes, LeChonk. <laughs> like, I cannot wait to use Le- LeChonk. LeChonk is probably going to be in my first playthrough in my party for this game. Now, I don't know anything else about any what it's going to be either. or any other Pokemon, but LeChonk has stolen my heart since the first time I saw him. He's a little he's a little chonky chonk. He's a little pig. He's adorable. Do we know do we know his typing? Let's look that up real quick. Is he a dark type? Is he a normal type? Let's chunk. I can't remember. It's normal. It He's is normal, normal type. He's the hog Pokemon. His ability. This little guy is twenty two and a half pounds. He's like the size of our Chihuahua, Jack Russell mix puppy, Lancelot. Uh, who's laying by me right now? Um, Lechonk's ability is Aromaville and Gluttony. We'll see. He's we'll pretty see. cute. He's, He's pretty cute. He is very cute. I I want him to like find truffles. I want his ability to help him find truffles to use it. But gluttony is like berries, I believe. Anyways, I think LeChonk will be very good. I just hope his uh, evolution is, is just as cute or just as awesome as he is. I think that the question is LeChonk versus Swanub. Do we not know enough about LeChonk? No. We, we, we haven't spent enough action. time with him. You're right. Who's cuter, though? Do we need to pull up the picture? No. I think LeChonk is pretty cute. Okay. Me too. Me too. I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying I don't like me some Swanub, but it, it, also, cool. it also depends on the evolution. It really does. For me. Yeah. We'll have to pit those two against each other. That might be another pull. So, look out for that. <laughs> Who else we got here? Uh, Paldean Whooper. We I haven't like really... the Whooper. The Whooper's cool. We haven't really touched on the fact that the region, this new region, is Paldea. Um, and this game is set in Spain. Um, so... This is a, the first Paldean uh, regional form in Paldean Whooper. And he literally looks like a mudfish. Like, he's a brown whooper. I like it. Me too. And I hope he evolves into a cool-looking quagsire. Wait, do we think he's going to evolve into a quagsire? Or do we think he's going to evolve into a new regional evolution? I think it'll be a quagsire, but I think it'll definitely look different. Yeah. 
something. It'll have something. Some specific. You know, like how Diggle has the hair. The hair. Oh my. Okay. Another poll we've got coming at you. Who do we like? Do we like the Doug Trio with the hair? Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. I think it's the funniest thing since sliced bread. You're a fan. Big fan. (laughs) I. uh, It's funny because in college I was, uh, and it was it was like three a.m. I probably had basketball practice the next day uh, and multiple classes in the morning. But I was laying in bed at 3 a.m. playing, uh, I think it was Sun. Yeah, it was Sun version um, on my 3DS. And, like, I had just been, like, telling myself for a week straight, like, please, I just want a shiny. I don't care who it is. I want to find a shiny. And I was literally saying that. Like I said it out loud, and then I was in the, the the desert part of the game, and I randomly found a shiny, Alolan Dugtrio. What color is it? Uh, it's like a blue. Like it's I think his nose is like blue. Really? It's like blue and red. It's a, it's interesting. Was that the shiny I was expecting to get? No, because he popped up and his hair was flowing in the desert wind. <laughs> but it was it was freaking I love sweet. It. I loved it too. Um, he's a good one. So the Paldean Whooper, uh, that's very high on our list, and I hope that he gets some some good moves and a good ability to make him uh, viable in battle. Because I would I would like to use him on my team as well. Um, moving on from him, we've got Palm Me. Um, he is like the new electric dog or maybe like the pseudo, not pseudo, like the Pikachu copy of this region. Um, there's like one in just about every region. Uh, Pommy's pretty cute though, too. I don't know what Pommy is like, what animal it's supposed to be. Do you? I feel dog? like it's like a dog. I mean, paw. <laughs> nah, right. I'm not sure. It kind of looks like a uh, some kind of like rodent family. I mean, if it is, mouse? it is the Pikachu copy. It is mouse, yeah. So we were right about that. Um, he does look a little bit like a dog, though. You know, he kind of looks like Stitch because <laughs> it's it's because it's arms. Yeah, it's because it's arms. Um, okay. So his description on Pokemon's official website is Pommy is one of the Pokemon used by Nimona, your friend. Um, Oh my gosh. It's look at it standing on two legs, thick fur that stores electricity, electricity discharging organs on its forepaws. So that's pretty cool. He like literally rubs his paws together and then he static shocks you. (laughs) Shout out to static shock. Absolutely. Great show. One of my favorite uh, superheroes. Not not the same thing right now. Still. I might name him Static Shock. Hmm. Uh, Static. That's really cool. I don't see... Oh, yeah. His ability, of course, is Static. That makes sense. You know, the, that's basically what they all get. Um, and Natural Cure. Yeah, that's what. That's whatever. Um, so we've got Palmy. Pretty cool. Just... uh. A more bland design. His actually his his ears and his body's orange and his ears have like the teal Charizard wing color. So his ears look like Charizard's wings to me. Yeah, I think it's cute. Yeah, he is cute. Um, and then we've got Smoliv, which I like Smoliv a lot, and yeah. I think that they're gonna make a really cool. Um, I think they're gonna make the evolution really cool. Smoliv to me. Is almost like Oddish, yeah, in a way, or like a Sunkern. Ah, uh, yeah, Sunkern's face. Yes, yes. Um, people like to hate on Sunkern and Sunflora, but go ahead, give us your impression. Sunflora. Now that was good, <laughs> man. Don't hate on me for that, please. That's that's pretty cool. I think the, the small of is pretty cool because of the oil thing. So there, there's like a he like seeps out like this oil that makes it hard for whoever's trying to catch him catch him because like 
it like slows you down. Literally, he's literally yeah. got the olive oil that kills me. Yes, I think it's pretty cool. That is, and it's. I didn't it's, know that. So people, you and then so then like, uh, you don't want to eat the oil because it's not good. Right. So it's bitter, it's, I guess. Yeah. So it says that it, his oil makes you flinch. So I wonder if he's going to have a specific attack that does that oil spill or something. Yeah. You know, that makes you flinch. So I like that a lot. Um, I think that he'll be. I think he'll have a good gimmick, and I think his evolution, the evolution will be good. The evolution, I think they're going to make it him into, like, a whole tree or something. Maybe. Or, like, <clears throat> I don't even know what that looks like. Like, let's see, olive plant. I just want to know. It's a tree. It's, But I've never seen an olive tree. I've never been to Spain. Okay, this is a faux olive tree. That yes, looks like don't a. Don't you know they're really, really popular? No. <laughs> I'm not finding anything good. I do think Smolive is going to evolve into something great, though. Agreed. So, high hopes for Smolive. I think that's all that we have as far as new Pokemon. Um, I don't think they've showed any other new ones. Now, you can find tons of leaks online, but we're doing our best not to look at those. We want to be as surprised Surprise. as possible um, when these games come out. It makes it more fun. It does. It makes them a lot more fun um, and a lot more enjoyable. I don't want to know everything before I get my game. On That's like the best feeling when you get to the day the game comes out and you're like, that's what I got on my list today. Whether I've got to work, whether, you know, got to go to the gym, whatever. Like, that's what my eyes are set on. The Pokemon release day of games is just unmatched feeling. So much fun. So, yeah, that's all um, That's all the Pokemon news we're going to talk about is just the Pokemon in general right now. And we are going to pose a question uh, for discussion for this bit of the news in this episode. Um, it is, how do we feel about the customization options of characters in Scarlet and Violet? Now, I want to talk about this because I've been seeing a lot of different people discussing it. If we go back to Sword and Shield, in my opinion, I mean, that's the most advanced that we've gotten uh, customization-wise in mm. Pokemon games. And... You really enjoyed it because yeah, I liked it. You could go to all the different cities in each different go to city. Different stores, yeah. There. It's, it made it fun. You could customize your character with a ton of different outfits, um, and it actually give gave you or even trades to the eye color, the hair yeah, color, their shoes, um, different that sports uniforms, jackets, you know, pants, sunglasses, hats. I think so. That there's lots of different clothing items, but. I don't think it's going to be the same way in this game because from what I've read on Pokemon's website is that they're going to, the characters are going to be wearing their uniforms. Like you can put different things on to accessorize, I think, mm -hmm. and to change, you can change your hair and your eye color and things like that. But I don't know if you can change out of the uniform, hmm. which would be, a very bizarre decision. Why would you take away so much customization? Like, we were moving forward in such a right direction with Sword and Shield well, we in know. that feature Maybe that's wise. what you come with, and maybe you can change out of it. Right, maybe. Um, I'm hoping they add all those options, and you can customize just as much as Sword and Shield, and even more. Because that was a great feature. That was a great thing they added. And, and should build upon. Um, I do think they've added more hair customization though, which is great because if you're like me, it's very hard to find the right hair in Pokemon games. <laughs> um, very curly hair that's not an afro, but it's like... And you're not a female. And I'm not a female. Um, 
So, you know, more hair options is always good. We want everybody um, to be able to be represented and to custom. You want to be able to customize your character so that you feel like it's actually you playing in the game. Yeah, right. Um, so if you all have any... If you all have anything um, about this question you want to discuss or um, any comments, any additions to what we were talking about, uh, please let us know. We would love to talk about the customization features more and uh, just talk about how Pokemon could build on that um, and their features in the games and what they should do to improve that feature. Um, send us a message. Yeah, send us a Instagram message. Instagram or tweet. Tweet us. DM us, baby. Uh, we'll read it, and we'll get back to you. But that basically concludes um, our episode. Uh, this was a pretty long one. Yeah, sorry for the length of this episode, but we just had a lot to discuss, I guess. Yeah, and we had a lot of fun doing it. Um, we will be back next episode, and we can't wait to talk with you more and to give you some more of this rare candy. Rare candy, baby. We're out. See you next time. Bye. It's Rare Candy, the Pokemon Podcast.